This is the Water Into Wine podcast. Over the coming weeks, I'm going to be describing a journey that I've been on over the past 12 years, telling you about how I started off as a non-believer in the spirit world and ended up as a believer. I'll give you all the clues you need to go and verify this for yourself and go and research for yourself as well, because I don't expect anybody to listen to what I say and just believe it. But I do want you to go and look for yourself because you'll find everything's there. Now, you can find the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and SoundCloud. Just search for Water Into Wine podcast. So this is just a little update to episode 10 of the Water Into Wine podcast. Um, I forgot to mention what I'm about to mention now in episode 10, which is why this is a 10.1, if you like. (laughs) It's just an extension of episode 10. I mentioned to you in episode 10 about the Egyptian ritual of the twice-born, where the Egyptian kings were taken into the Great Pyramid and they were taken into the subterranean chamber. This is all according to the Colbrin Bible. They were then anointed and explained about the problems that they're going to face, the, the dangers they're going to face that's coming up. Then they're taken into the second chamber of the pyramid, the Queen's Chamber, and their body temperature was lowered. And then they were taken into the king's chamber and they were given sacred food, sacred water. They were naturally living plants that were laced with dimethyltryptamine, which took them into an out-of-body experience over a, over a few days. And they religiously died for a few days and then they were resurrected. They came back from the dead as such when this out-of-body experience took place. I'm now going to tell you where you can actually see the Egyptian ritual of the twice-born that is still taking place even today because the Queen of England actually went through it in, I think it was 1953, when she was coronated. She was made, as every Egyptian king was made, God's representative on earth. Now, God in this particular instance was the Egyptian Osiris, who was an ex-pharaoh. Uh, This is Egyptian mythology now because there's no evidence that Osiris, Isis or Horus, Osiris was the pharaoh, Isis was his sister and also his wife and Horus was their virgin child. It was a virgin birth child. So if you want to see this, there is a lovely piece on um, uh, YouTube that's showing you the Queen's coronation and it's full of ancient Egyptian symbolism. First of all, you've got the chair. Now, I'm going to read this directly from Wikipedia. This is correct. I've checked it all out. The coronation chair, known historically as St. Edward's chair or King Edward's chair, is an ancient wooden throne on which the British monarch sits when he or she is invested with the regalia and crowned at the coronation. It was commissioned in 1296 by King Edward I to contain the coronation stone of Scotland. The stone is known as the Stone of Scone which had been previously captured from the Scots, who kept it at Scone Abbey, and the chair is named after Edward the Confessor and was previously kept in his shrine at Westminster Abbey. Underneath this seat is a huge stone. Huge! It's gigantic. Now, this stone itself, the Stone of Scone, or the Stone of Destiny as it's also known, one of the legends dates back to biblical times and states that it's the same stone which Jacob used as a pillow at Bethel. Uh, Later, according to Jewish legend, it became the pedestal of the Ark of the Temple, Ark of the Covenant. The stone was brought from Syria to Egypt by King Gathalus, who then fled to Spain following the defeat of the Egyptian army. 
a descendant of Gathalus brought the stone to Ireland and was crowned on it as King of Ireland, and from Ireland the stone moved with the invading Scots to Argyle. What is sure, however, uh, according to this article I'm reading, is that the Stone of Destiny remained at Scone until it was forcibly removed by the English King Edward I after his Scottish victories in 1296 and taken to Westminster Abbey in London. Now, this stone goes back thousands of years, thousands and thousands of years. It's just it's just a piece of red stone, to be honest with you, but it's what it represents. It came from the Ark of the Covenant, underneath the Ark of the Covenant. So there's a huge Egyptian symbolism in this stone. Every monarch of the UK, of, of Britain, is coronated on this chair and they sit above this stone. Now, if you look into the description of this podcast, you'll see a link to the YouTube um, uh, YouTube film of the Time Team. It was a Time Team special. And you've got Tony Robinson, who's actually talking about the 1953 coronation of Queen Elizabeth I, where she was anointed. She's actually going through the Egyptian ritual of the twice-born. She is becoming God's representative on earth. And this is the closest thing that you can you can get to the actual, without taking the drugs, obviously. I'm not insinuating that the Queen was taking drugs at this, but the, the drugs would have been given to the monarch in Egypt after this ritual. Now, there is a certain part of the ritual, the anointing of the Queen, where they won't let anybody see it. They place her under a gold canopy, Everybody in there turns their head away and even the TV cameras turn off at this particular point and they, and they cut to a clip a little bit later on. So there's, and this ritual as well is also being taken place in every Masonic lodge during the, the ritual of the changing of the master of the lodge. Um, he goes through the anointing using, in a lodge, it's olive oil that they used. He goes through the anointing to take the chair. So he becomes, ritualistically, he becomes God's representative on earth exactly the same way as the Queen of England has gone through this to become God's representative on earth, which is a replica of the Egyptian kings during the Egyptian ritual of the twice-born that was held in the Great Pyramid in Giza. So... Have a look at the description, you'll see the link, and it will show you exactly how this Egyptian ritual took place. That's it for the update. I'll speak to you again next week, and we've got um, episode number 11. Hope you've enjoyed this. Speak to you soon.